This week on Face Off Hockey Show, we've got more TV people trying to be part of hockey operations, which went so well in Ottawa, they're trying it again elsewhere. We're talking lottery. We're talking the hatred for the lottery. And even though the AHL hates the uh, the president, they extended his contract. Gotta love democracy. It's Face Off Hockey Show right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with the C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. Cat's trying to knock down all my damn tins. Welcome to Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? Nice, nice. Um, we are in the midst of round two, the middle of round two, as it were. Middle of round two, yeah. Middle of round two. And uh, good times had by most. Um, but we'll get to those in a second. Johnny, your weekend was filled with hockey uh, filled. and wrestling. It started with wrestling, though. Started with wrestling, yes. So we did the show last week because I was going to Dynamite on Wednesday. So I went to Dynamite and Rampage. Uh, I will say that the... Uh, Firm deletion match, fantastic. All 21 minutes of it. Yes. Stokely is a genius. That guy's so good. <laughs> um, yeah. Gothic baby got in a good swanton. Yeah, exactly. As well. <laughs> uh, so all of it, fantastic. All of that. Um, and then Thursday, I did nothing because I was going to be at hockey all weekend. Mm-hmm. So there was a, a Black Bears game on Friday night, mm-hmm. a Black Bears game on Saturday night. And there were victory shots all about, which means that the Black Bears won games. Won games. So, up 2 nothing in the East. I almost knocked something over. <laughs> uh, we're up 2 nothing on the uh, in the Eastern <laughs> Division final, uh, best of five. So uh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the tiniest redhead uh, had a birthday. Uh, I was there on Saturday before the Saturday game. Uh, it took me two hours to get from the uh, most southern part that Mark has moved to so far uh, back to Piney Orchard. Is he close enough to that he can be possibly North Carolinian now? I don't know. It just keeps changing all the time. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, that was a lot of fun. Uh, all in all, good stuff. Um, and then going to Maine. Yeah, you fly uh, out tomorrow. <laughs> the uh, the Johnny P World Tours uh, has a has a new stop in uh, uh, Lewiston, Maine. You've been there before. I, I mean, I've been there before. It's it's been a while though. It'll yeah. be a callback. That's true. Yeah. A return visit. Well, they loved me there so much the first time that they wanted me to come back. <laughs> right. up. It took two years. It's like the Stones. Got to take a while before you get back there. Uh, the irony of all of this as well is that um, I was looking through the pictures from two years ago in the first round 
of the playoffs were uh, this weekend coming up because of the oh, COVID. COVID, yeah. <laughs> well, it's also funny, too, is that two years ago, the top prospects tournament was also held during the Robertson Cup weekend. Oh, all right. So that's, that's when good. I w- when I went out to Fogarty Arena to watch the uh, the boys out there, the six guys that we had on the uh, top prospects team. Nice. That's how I know about that arena, where it's got slope flooring. So when the puck goes in the stands and no one gets it, it just keeps sliding down until it gets to the bottom of the, the, uh, the that's stands. That's smart. Like, that's genius. That's smart right there. Yeah. I have to figure out what I need to take with me if we make that trip. Yeah, I got to win one more. If we make that trip. Yeah. I have a, I have a full bag of cameras taking uh, getting on the plane with me tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so that should be fun. Yeah. Never flown with this much camera equipment before. Uh, oh, that's right. Last time you guys drove, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not a great idea. No, it was not. <laughs> but it got the job done. I mean, yeah, we yeah. played golf while we were up there so you could pack a bunch more stuff. Sure. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So, all in all, great fun. Keep it going. Keep it rolling. Mom wants to see more victory shots, but I told her we don't do that on a, on other people's rinks. And uh, for being a softball co- coach, as long as she was, um, she doesn't quite understand the like. Uh, we're we're not allowed to do that when we're away, right? Type stuff. You, but you might get. She to, enjoys them. You might get she to take uh, handshake photos and possibly. That's what I told her. I was like, if there's handshake photos, that means they won. That's good stuff. It's good. It's what we want. What we want. Mom's very invested in the black bears now, apparently. Good. It's good to be invested. Um, yes. And Sean Leahy would like me to smuggle real no, bears I into mean, into the Coliseum. He understands that uh, it's not there, you know, they can't get on flights well, right? Like, I mean, I'm just going to outsource them from Maine, obviously. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, sure, sure. Just rent the, the black bear. Just come, uh, come on, guy. Great. Play hockey like the Russian bears. Yeah. Fantastic. He's still on his real Bears kick. Yeah. I don't know. Unemployment's done weird things to Sean Leahy. Mm. So. Oh, well. Hey, what can you I mean, do? We love you, Sean. What can you do? Sean, when we hit it big, once once we hit it big, like and by big, I mean like we rob a bank or somehow win a lottery or a rich yes. relative we didn't know died, we'll, we'll right. let you join our team. You can be third Mike. Me third Mike, but only the one, the second Sean. Third Mike, second Sean. There we go. It sounds like we a should, Bible verse. We should let Mark and Sean like uh, have like a best of seven series to see who gets to stay. We'll do. We'll do a. We'll do a uh, time on air for the <laughs> whoever stays the longest time on air in the next three weeks wins. Wow. Make it happen. Uh, and you bought cards too, Johnny. I did. Too. I got a tin. It's uh, apparently bigger than last year's tin as well. Yeah, allegedly. I didn't know. I didn't even know that. Allegedly. So. Um, I got one canvas card. Nice, nice. It's a uh, Brad Marchand. I got some rookie cards. I got a uh, Jake Sanderson. Nice. Uh, OPG rookie. Um, is that from that glossy yeah. rookie pack? Yeah. 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 Um. The cards look nice this year. They they look nicer than last year's cards. Yeah, for sure. No, they're definitely definitely a lot glossier. The the template's a lot better. Yeah. So. So we'll see. Target had one tin, one Ovechkin tin, and I picked it up. I used the Scotty Waz method. Go by there first. Yep. 
pick it up and then carry it around the store with you. Exactly. Grab it first, make sure you have it, and away you go. Right. Um, yeah. So there's that. What did I do? I watched the games. That was fun. Went out to... It's actually warming up here. It's like it was 80 degrees today. So Wow. But going to rain uh, the next three days, so that'll cool it down a bit. Um, other than that, didn't do much. Got some cards. Still waiting on that uh, the stack, the stack sale totals. Wow. So, um, he has been. Uh, he has been. It was his biggest stack sale to date, Mr. Dan okay. Vincent. So, he has been busy. So hopefully we'll get that soon. My I get paid Friday, so that's good. It'll hopefully one coincides with t'other. Um, then yeah, that's uh, that's how things are going. And, uh, yeah, just hanging out, waiting for to see if the Black Bears win that third game uh, before they lose a third game, and then maybe I can trek out the Blaine. Who's to say? Mm-hmm. Who's to say? Who's to say? Probably will. I already booked the days off. And they just told me uh, at work, they're like, yeah, just take your laptop with you. Do what you got to do. I'm like, all right. Yeah, that's pretty much the... What I got was the, uh, we don't actually care where you work from as long as you're just doing your job. Okay, perfect. As long as you're there when we need to. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I won't be able to answer anything while I'm on the plane. Bye. Exactly. <laughs> LOL, bye. Huh. So, yeah, that was my, my weekend. Not really adventurous at all. Bought some, no. Bought some cards. Didn't get much. Anything I did get, I popped up on the Ebays. Smart. So, yeah. Good times. Good times had by all as we're in the midst. Like I said, second round. We are in the midst of it. Um, anything jumping out to you before we get to injuries about the second round of the playoffs? There have been a lot of very high-scoring games yeah. in the second round of the playoffs. Yeah. And it's not even like one team's just scoring a shitload of goals. It's like the Carolina, um, Devil, the Carolina-New Jersey series is bipolar like it's either 7-1 for one team or 6-2 for the other team like what the hell mm-hmm. just pick something and make it happen please a lot of uh a lot of lopsided games in the second round too so yeah so one of those deals one of those fun deals uh i'd like i like the fact that jonathan quick's the third goalie for the vegas golden knights even though they went out of their way to get him um, that's always nice. You got to like that when that happens. Well, so that injury looked awful. Yeah, it did not look great for uh, Laurent Brossois. So, uh, yeah, we will, we will, ho- we no, no update on him. They're not going to get an update until they get back to Vegas, because apparently the wait times in Edmonton not so grand. But uh, yeah, but yeah, it's interesting. Uh, also, uh, Jordan Martinuk, fucking lighting the world on fire for the Hurricanes. Just uh, making things go hard. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know how many times in one game people can bring up the fact that he was on waivers earlier this season <laughs> and is leading the second round in points, though. Like, I got it. We get I it. got it. Find a new narrative, Jesus, ESPN. Jesus, come on. What are you doing? Calls, call Paul, uh, Paul Carr and get some get some stats for the group. Man. I know he left ESPN years ago, but exactly. let, him, Find let him back in. Go to Elias and let him know what's happening. Walk with him and get his stats. 
Or Ezekiel, even. Exactly, especially Ezekiel. He's the party animal. Um. Anywho, let's get to some injuries, speaking of. Why not? Oh, yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the face-off hockey show injury reports. I don't know if that's the greatest bumper Jimmy Chunky Brothers ever done or not. I mean, I think it is. Um, I think it's close to his umbrella cover. It's close. It's close that. Um, I think we should also talk to Lyle about the Orioles bird bath. See what he thinks about oh, that. Oh, yeah, no, when, absolutely. When we come up later. That's a good call. That's a good call. Um, uh, rough news for Gabriel Landeskog. He is done for the 2023-24 season as he is going to, or he is uh, getting today, actually he got today, uh, May 10th, knee cartilage transplant surgery, which I didn't know was a thing. Like, what do they, how do they attach it? I'm assuming... or screws or... (sighs) Cartilage... I mean, it just sounds awful. You're probably doing... Some kind of vivigen, some kind of of maybe callus bone chip. Um, Can you something, like something, put some oil in there too? Kind of, so like... yeah. Just lube it up a bit. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I'm trying to think of what they the what they would do from a hospital perspective because I I don't I'm I'm not a doctor. I just work at a hospital. Right. Um, but they... holiday Express. exactly exactly so. Uh, I don't know exactly because such such a rare occurrence, but I'm sure there's something to uh, the knee cartilage replacement surgery. Um, but that's going to put him out uh, the year, uh, obviously. Sounds awful. Yeah. Just really sounds awful. Like, God. Yeah. I mean, he luckily, I think the upside is that he's young-ish. He's 30 years old. So, True. I mean, um, so what? He'll be able to walk when he's fifty now? Like, I mean, yeah, pretty much. Let's see. Kind of does not heal on its own. Doctor develops several surgical techniques regenerate and replace the cartridge. They can be performed on any cartilage repair, cartilage regeneration, uh, replacement. Here we go. Most cartilage replacement surgeries are called OATS surgeries. O A T S. Either uh, osteochronal autograft transplantation. Or osteochronical allograft transplantation surgeries. Third third option is audiolox chronocyte implantation. ACI wasn't as cool. Um, so the first one, the osteochronial autograft graft transplantation, uses cartilage from the place patient. Surgeon removes a small round, less than a centimeter round plug of healthy cartilage. Um, and a tiny bit of underlying bone from non-weight-bearing area on the knee joint, and the surgeon transfers the plug to the area being treated. Uh, it can be used to repair one or more relatively small cartridge defects in the knee. And uh, when more than one plug is used to treat a single cartilage defect, the procedure is called uh, uh, mosaic plasty. Uh, surgery is usually done arthroscopically, so not really evas- too not too evasive. Osteochronical allograft transplantation 
is cartilage from outside the patient, usually with a cadaver, which I'm figuring this is this kind of situation is going to be. It sounds like it, yeah. Um, surgeon removes circular plug of healthy cartilage from an outside donor. The allograft is usually used when the cartilage defect is being treated. It is too large for an autograft, which is less than two centimeters. Surgery is open incision. So that's probably going to be a lot where your recovery is, is because the incision is bigger, you're not going to be able to do it arthroscopically. You're going to have to... See if the body rejects it or not, too. Because if the body rejects that cartilage, you're going to have a bad time. Um, and then with having to do everything else, you're going to have to... The rehab's going to be a little bit more um, a little bit more intensive. And then you have the uh, autoglogus chondocrite implantation on newly grown cartilage cells requires two surgeries. First, uh, arthroscopic surgery to remove a small piece of healthy cartilage non-weight-bearing area. It's cultured to allow new cartilage cells to grow, so almost like stem cell. Mm. Three to five weeks after that surgery, second surgery is there to implant the newly grown cartilage cells that affected the knee. And uh, the second one is not done arthroscop uh, arthroscopically. It's required of an open incision and is recommended when the cartilage injury is large up to several centimeters and there are, or there are multiple cartilage injuries to repair. So it, maybe even that could be the situation where this is the first of two surgeries so that's rough that's rough for a guy who relies on his turning and his speed um to come back from he said the landis cox said that he had not has not contemplated retirement as of yet and why would he he's only in the second season of an eight-year long-term deal right um outside of you know losing your captain and one of your better players on the ice uh in return, the Avalanche do get seven million dollars of cap space. So there's that. The good there with the that, bad. Yes. The good with the bad. But right, sucks. Right, right. Could be worse. Could be worse. Uh, he could have that thirty-five plus contract. Um, Ilya Samsonov, upper body injury. He is day to day, aren't we all? But uh, it could be up to the fact where he could be missing the rest of the playoffs. Uh, Joseph Wall starting in net because Matt Murray sucks. Um, also with the Maple Leafs, Matthew Nyes upper body injury he's out the rest of the second round got oops upside the head by sam bennett uh, -huh. uh bennett got the 5k uh max allowable penalty for that so i thought he got the max allowable for a cross check to the head same thing <laughs> same th it was two it was in the same sequence so it just blends together that's true he got a two for one um, and then, like we said, Lauren Brassant, uh lower body injury, day to day, aren't we all? But that did not look did not look good, especially for a guy who's coming off hip surgery. Uh, I think at the end of last season too. <laughs> so yeah, not good, Bob. Not good. Yeah, I didn't realize, uh, but it makes total sense when it's said out loud. Uh, the ESPN guys were talking about how, um, even though Jonathan Quick was dressed and the third goalie he couldn't actually go into the game unless there was an injury to the second string goalie the person who was actually on the roster right um uh before the starter got hurt i was like huh imagine that well, like a, a rule that does logically make sense well it's the same, it's almost the same as the uh, emergency goaltender where the emergency goaltender is dressed he can't go in unless there's a definitive injury um, to it because they tried it that one time in s Philadelphia with that or with that one Temple University kid and then the refs were like no get 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 him the fuck back there what are you doing get him out of here what are you doing send him back to Temple 
So, anyway, hey, we got a Patreon, Johnny. Ooh. Patreon, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. Um, if you pay the $1, uh, it's it's the least you can do. Um, actually, the least you can do is nothing, but still. Uh, you can you can get the video show, and you'll see our bright, shining faces that are behind the voices. And you can see how far Johnny's white balance is off because of the yellow yes. jersey in which he's wearing. Yes, very true. Um, I've got like a blue tint tonight. You do. It's 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 easy on the eyes, so I don't have to put my glasses on. That's good. Uh, if you get five dollars, you can you get the video. You can go ahead and uh, you get to help us pick a segment, and we can throw a little extra, some audio, some video, whatever, in there. So helps us helps us help you at patreon.com slash faceoff hockey show. You can be like Tyler, Jerome, Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, and Sean. They contribute, so can you. Patreon.com slash faceoff hockey show. Like we said, all the money goes back into the show, and you're helping us uh, get paid. Very, very Sean O'Connor paychecks on this uh-huh. So it's it's all good. It's fine. Um Johnny, the draft lottery happened. Oh, it did it. A lot of things happened. Kevin Weeks spoiled yeah. the third overall pick. Yeah, he did. Uh, I thought Bumbled I it. he was right there on the line. Too. Yeah, he's like, he had one man to beat, two men to beat. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, at the same time, it's just like I, I thought I thought I had like I thought I stroked out for a minute there because I didn't like wait the third did the third did the third team get picked? Wait a minute, what's going on? I'm confused. So spoiled that, but everything went to plan uh, until the end. Oh no! And in the end, Lincoln Park taught us it doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. As the Chicago Blackhawks win the draft lottery. Yeah, they did. They won. <sighs> comment? Question? Comment? They get um, con- they get Connor Bedard. Um. So I I wrote to you all. On Monday night, that um, my initial reaction was, this does not help the conspiracy theories that drafts in major sports leagues are rigged, uh, because and you have an original six team traded away their last two pieces of their, well, one got traded away, one has retired. Um, basically the last two pieces of their cup winning years, um, massive scandal going on still kind of, uh, and, uh, yeah, they got, they got Connor Bedard and that's all the people are talking about right now. Um, so it's kind of from a Blackhawks perspective, it's even better than just getting a player like Connor Bedard. It's. Um, the rug got bigger, for lack of a better way to to express thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, do I think it's rigged? No. Uh, and the reason, like, you can't blame you can't blame Kevin Weeks for spilling the the beans before uh, the break because it probably showed up on something that he was just reading, like. They had stats for when the last team picked in this specific spot, like three seconds after the card changed. So 
I mean, they they had to have known about this. I mean, it, it had to have been done beforehand. Frank Saravalli wrote an article um, that he continues to post on Twitter, and I just go there to read the comments because I think it's really funny, all the comments. I have not actually read the article. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, the optics of it are just bad. Um, I mean, you know... Uh, um, the best way to say this is that, like, your childhood hero, you kind of hope never did steroids. Right. Yeah. Right. So, like, you were like, I just want to make sure I want to keep this like veil of innocence intact, right? Like, I want, I don't, I don't want to know that. I don't want to know how the sausage is made. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it just doesn't look good at all like right now uh so oh well oh well i mean it was chalk right up until the last three picks and you're like why even have the draft lottery at that point just like be like yeah everybody's staying in the same spot well apparently the caps could have gotten the number one spot yeah anybody in the top 10 yeah well no like literally they were one ball away lance armstrong if you will Hmm. according to katie adler of uh russia machine which the most news we've gotten out of that site for a while. Um, it came down to literally one ball. Um, because if uh, if there was one, if there was a uh, the last ball that was picked was a three four. If the combination was three four five thirteen, um, then the uh, the the Washington Capitals that would have if it was three four five thirteen three. It would have been combination number 514, and that would have been the Washington Capitals taking the number one overall pick. Jesus. One ball away. Yeah, one ball away. Um, so the, uh, the the Caps picking eighth, it was chalk all the way through. And then, yeah, Connor Bedard is now. So $2 million was the fine against the Chicago Blackhawks for the Kyle Beach incident. Uh-huh. They have sold as of yesterday. I think it was five point two million dollars in ticket sales. Two point yep. five million dollars after the lottery was announced. Yep. Why? Why even have the fine at that point? It's just like, haha, we've we've banked on that. Um. Now the question is, or how are they going to build around him? How are they going to build around him? Because they've got dog shit. But they got a lot of cap space. Do you bring Patrick Kane back? I mean, that was the first thing that people started talking about as yeah. soon as the draft lottery was finished. Yeah. Um, was Bedard playing on a line with Patrick Keane? I was like, I'm pretty certain he's still in New York. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, do you go, like, full of Etchkin and hope that you find, like, a 15- to 17-year running mate in the draft next year when you still suck again, even though you have Connor Bedard? Um, and you probably still have a top four pick, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, do you spend money? And I mean, I don't, I don't know. I am not in an NHL job. I don't think that you go back and start spending money all willy nilly because you got Connor Bedard. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that they wouldn't have a problem with bringing Patrick Kane back though. Yeah, I don't um, think so either. At at a good price. Yeah. So I I don't know. 
do not know. It, yeah. The uh, the interesting part is that I think this is an Ovechkin situation. You come in, you let him light it up around nobodies, and then go from there. And that way, like you said, you have another higher draft pick in the next year, and away you go. Yeah. I yeah. am... Uh, I am uh, I am not one for hyperbole. I'm always one for hyperbole. Uh, but this could be a great injustice to the NHL. Could be the greatest scandal ever. Um, but I would have loved him in Anaheim. That said, and Fantilli's a hell of a player. Although now words coming out that the uh, Ducks are like, I don't know if we want Fantilli. To which the Columbus Blue Jackets would get a goddamn gift. Right. Um. So. Even though he's a Michigan guy, what can you do? Uh, but yeah, no, this was uh, this was a thrilling, thrilling uh, thing. They asked him, they asked Connor Bedard about what how he felt, and the whole thing is, oh, he's twenty four seven hockey. He's twenty four seven hockey. I'm like, oh, he's a fucking dud. Then he's just not not nothing special. He's just he's just well, a hockey dude. Like he's he's a great. I mean, he's player. been told since he was like ten how great he is. Sure. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like he's great. He's doing fantastic. But the, he's got the personality of chalk. Um, I mean, much like the lottery draft. <laughs> exactly. Um, but he's like, it's like, yeah, I grew up watching Sidney Crosby and admired him, and like, yeah, it makes sense now. That makes a lot of sense. That that uh-huh. you know what? All these things come together, come together like butt cheeks. Um, so. I don't know. I'm excited to see what he can do in Chicago. Obviously, the fans are hyped up about it. They've forgotten all about everything else bad that's happened. Um, and now onward, upward in the Conor Bedard era. But I did, I did find it interesting that now that no, what was it? No team can pick more than once, uh, more than first overall twice in a five year span. Yeah. So that's pretty interesting. So I mean, they probably had to change that at some point. <laughs> like, listen. Edmonton just keeps floundering these picks. We got to do something. We got to do something, boys. At least give them a second pick. Come on. Right? I don't know. Uh, To me. To you. To me, I think it's more interesting when that, like, number eight pick doesn't fall into the right spot. And you're like, whoa, hold on. Like, the Caps could pick anywhere from one to seven now because they didn't fall into that spot. And now, like, each pick, like, as a fan of that team, you're like, ooh, all right, keep going. It's like watching the uh, fucking cliffhanger, like, go up the mountain in the old prices, right? Like, you're like, all right, don't go too far. Don't go too far, but keep going up. Come on, let's go. But I don't know. It was so anticlimactic. It really was, man. Um... By the way, I looked at our bet book because I want to. I want to. When, when everyone's aboard, fuck. I'd like to get a bet on Connor Bedard. But Mark and I won the last bet. Oh, all right. Patrick Marlowe only got a number, did not get a statue. Oh, jeez. So Mark and I Yet. big winners on the fair. <laughs> fair. <laughs> uh, we never got a number for draft ticket prices. But I'm sure it was over 150. I'll give you guys the win on that. Take that chalk. 
So, but yeah, there we go. Ah, what the fuck is this one? Too many books in here. Uh, oh yeah, that's opted and opted out. Um, all right. So let's get to some other things. Kind of Bedard shout out. Uh, Vancouver, the Canucks were fined $50,000 for off-season training violations when six players took part in an all-night session with the Sedins, who are the directors of development, of oh, player God. development. So, uh, that is, uh, that's, that's that. Just, that's just dumb. Right? Um. But still less expensive than ice time. That's true. That's very true. Especially in that, in that area. Um. This one, this one took uh, this one took me by surprise. Gerard Gallant and New York Rangers parted ways. This yeah, coming, coming after uh, I guess after Game Four, Chris Drury and Gallant got into a little bit of a spat, and uh, then things went downhill from there. And Gallant is uh, now uh, gone. They decide to leave. Uh, your thoughts on this one, Johnny? I mean, I I mean I thought the Rangers were doing quite well uh, with Gallant around. Um, I, I, maybe it's just a uh, difference of philosophies uh, between the two. No idea. I have no idea. Um, I would guess he's probably not out of a job for very long. Right. Um, there are way too many coaching vacancies right now. Uh, so would you want to see him as a Caps coach? Um, I mean, I don't have a problem with it at this point. Like. I don't know what the Capitals would need to win another Stanley Cup. And that's how bad it like yeah. that's how bad it is currently, right? right? Like you don't actually know what they would need in order to in order to get back to that level. Yeah. So I mean, for all I care, the name that I really like actually for the Caps that's been uh bandied around Halpern? is uh is Halpern. Yeah. I would I would do that in a second. That's a guy who knows how to win a cup with older players or guys who are are worn out a little bit. And played with Ovechkin. And played with Ovechkin too. But we're at that <laughs> point in life where everyone's guys playing with Ovechkin have coached him now. So you know But yeah, I'd be big on Halpern coming back if, to the Capitals organization if that's a thing that connect is actually true. You know you know what's fucked up about my life right now, among other things? Okay, I was um, like, there's a lot, there's a lot, boys and girls, there's a lot that's <laughs> fucked with my life, but this one, uh, probably the least pressing issue ever. I don't have a Jeff Halpern card. How? I don't fucking know. I went through all my books, all my stacks, everything like that. No Jeff Halpern card. I'm like, how is this possible? I mean, maybe Jeff Halpern was playing hockey before it was cool to put like jerseys and stuff in cards. Well, it's not even that. Like, I just need it for my Maryland, my Maryland board. Mm. I've, I've, my Maryland board's empty, man. Just hanging out there, just right over there. Maryland, my card of Maryland boys. So, sounded weird. Um, <laughs> sounded very weird. Sorry. Do you want to guess uh, Gallant's uh, record with the Rangers? Um, he was only there for like two years, right? Three seasons, I think. Three or four. Three. Um. I'm going to say he had 143 wins. In three seasons? That's a lot. Eh. I mean, if it was four, you said three or four, so I took a guess. I don't even know what it was. Fuck. I mean, if it was two, that's really a lot. Yeah, no, no I don't know if it's uh, But if it was four, that's only like 
60 yeah, wins a season, 50 wins a season, something wins. like that. It's like two wins a season. Uh, where, where, uh, where, Gerard, Jared, Jared Glance, where's that? There we go. Yelling, great picture of him yelling at the referees. Um, ba, 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 ba. halfway through the 2020 season. Oh no, wait, no, no. He was hired by New York in June 2021, so two seasons. Oh, so only two seasons. Yeah, so Sorry. two seasons. We'll gonna, let you readjust, readjust. I'm gonna go uh, that he had 102 wins. Close. 99 wins. Oh. 99, 46, and 19. All right. For uh, for Gerard Gallant. So, yeah, we will uh, we will we will see what happens there. We'll see what happens with the Rangers. It's another coaching change for the Rangers. It's like they can't get a guy who wants that job. I mean, what they really need is they need a coach that will come in and figure out how to unlock Lafreniere unless they're trading him. <laughs> right. Him and Kako. Um, and go from there. Um, so the Philadelphia Flyers have their uh, president uh, job down to two people. Uh-huh. Have you heard about this? Have you read about this? Uh, I think that they are TV analysts, if I remember correctly. Yes, it is. Uh, uh, both belonging to Turner Sports. Okay. And that is Eddie Olchek and Keith Jones. Okay. Lest we forget what happened in Ottawa with Pierre Maguire. How did Keith Primo not get the call? Come on. I's too busy with winning teams, like in, in Youngstown oh. in Maryland. True. So... Which, by the way, shout out to Youngstown Phantoms winning the East Division uh, crown in the USHL. They'll take on the Fargo Force in the championship game. So, Is um, Kevin Scott still playing there? Yes, he is. Thanks. Yeah. Um, the Flyers also uh, interviewed John Chaka, Scott Mellenby, Chris Pronger, and Doug Wilson, among others. So, there's that. Wow. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know what to say. Like, I I find it weird going into a draft season. Well, I guess they have a GM, right? Uh, so, Denny Breer. Yeah, so I guess that's okay. Like, I always find it weird when you, like, don't really have a GM going into the draft season. Like, yeah, it's kind of weird. Well, I find it – you know what I find also weird? Um, I find that um, that uh, David Poyle is going to be doing the last draft for the Predators. I mean, I'm okay with that. I don't think that it. I don't think like. I, I don't think Barry Trotz is not going to have a say. No, but it's confusing to me. It's like, why wouldn't you let the guy take over before the draft? I hope he walks up on stage and he's had a toupee on for like 15 years, <laughs> and he pulls it off, and he is as bald as fucking Trotz is. Like that's what that's the final reveal that I want at the NHL draft. I want Poyle to be like. The Predators would like to put... Hold on a second. And everybody's like... Oh. Exactly, the big reveal. Ta-da! And then he just, poof, vanishes in a cloud of smoke. What? <laughs> and then Barry gets to make the pick anyway. <laughs> well, I guess it's me. Uh, shit. Um, there's that. The weekend! Devin dark the whole time. So. <laughs> Devin Dark? Someone called the Guardians. Um... The weekend, Johnny. What do you know of the weekend? Uh, uh, I'm gonna be in Maine nope, for this nope, weekend. No, not not that weekend. Oh, uh, 
you going to have yourself a weekend? You're going to have yourself a weekend. Uh, the weekend, also known as... Oh, uh, are we talking about the guy that did the Super Bowl thing? Yeah, yeah, the guy who ran through that weird Super Bowl thing and no one knew where he was gotcha. at. Neither With all him. the underwear on their heads? Yeah, it was kind of bizarre. Yeah. Pe- people loved it, I guess. Uh, Abel Tesfe, uh, or Tasfe, I don't know how you pronounce it. Uh, but he is going to be joining in with uh, Toronto billionaires Jeffrey and Michael Kimmel um, to buy the Senators. Wow. So we got three three celebrities in three different corners. Ryan Reynolds, Snoop Dogg, and The Weeknd. This is like a celebrity death match. It kind of is. It's kind of kind of celebrity too. <laughs> and the Coyotes are over there going, what in the actual fuck, God damn people? it, guys. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> We were for sale. God, we might Nobody still gave a be. shit about us. You let the you let the pizza topping guy fucking get us. What the hell is going on? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Fuck. We have weekends here too, right? We're college town. You get to have a concert, be a great time. College kids will love it. I I mean I find this uh, super interesting though, mm. like. How all of a sudden the Ottawa Senators have been that are like the it team that yeah. needs selling and everybody wants to buy. Everyone's horny for the Ottawa Senators, man. So there we go. Uh, May fifteenth is the uh, Monday. Get your bids in by Monday uh, if you if you want to get in there. Um, yeah, I gotta check something. You should put in a bid for like. Two dollars. Three hundred and fifty dollars. Two bucks. <laughs> I'll uh, give you three fifty. I'll give you three fifty. Um. All right. So what is? All right. Let's. Let me get to this. Speaking of getting your bid in, I need to find out when. Oh, that's wonderful. Someone did a. Uh, so I was looking at the. Uh, the. Uh, coyotes. Um, Coyotes ballots. Okay. You had to mail in your ballots by May 9th, so as of yesterday. Pop dog, joining us for Coyote Talk. I love it. I feel like I feel like the Coyote, like the Mark signal went out because yeah. as soon as you said the word Coyotes, and Mark's like, "All right, I can join the show now." They uh, so get in your DeLorean and send in your entries. Yeah. Yesterday. So they had. And by a... the time you hear this show, it'll be like two or three days. <laughs> right. Exactly. So you're hooped. But you still can get your bid in for the Ottawa Senators. So they have a they have an opposing view for the Coyotes, and they're just like, don't get pucked, vote no to protect our business, connect, protect our community. And someone's like, uh, TempeWins.com is like, landfill a landmark, vote yes on it. Um, <laughs> well, so, well, which one's the landmark and which one's the landfill? I know, right? Chop house, I would say land. Because landmark. if they if the if they build the coyotes a new ice rink, that one might be the one full of garbage. <laughs> um all right, so ballots will be mailed to residents on April nineteenth, must be bailed back by May 9th, but replacement ballots may be cast in person from May eighteenth through sixteenth if the mail ballot was lost, spoiled, destroyed, or not received. So next week we might have some big news on Lake Coyote front. So Interesting to see how we do this. We also know how Arizona counts ballots, though. Exactly. It could be three, Topical humor. three years. <laughs> three years before we hear about this. <laughs> when 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 the guy who runs Pizza Pasta uh, is like, I can't do this team anymore. Fuck you. 
here, take it. Take it, Tillman for Kia. And then they win the ballot, and they turn into an arena, and it becomes Kansas City West. be great. So the referendum is through the 16th. We will see what happens with the Coyotes. Uh, hey, any... NHL awards. We got some NHL awards to announce, the the or at least nominees, rather, for the uh, most outstanding player, as uh, voted on by the players. Uh, Eric Carlson, Connor McDavid, David Pasternak, the finalist on that one. Okay. For the Masterton Trophy, uh, Clayton Keller, Chris Letang, Alex Stalock. Got to figure Letang's going to take that in a walk. Yeah. Um. Where are the other ones? You guys, come on, you guys. Oh, uh, Dave Haxtell, Jim Montgomery, and Lindy Ruff voted for Jack Adams Award for Best Coach. Adam and Lindy Ruff. Yeah, Ruff's Ruff Ruff's got that one. I think uh, maybe Haxtell. Second second That's year true. expansion team. Be tough between yeah. those two. Uh, Adam Fox, Eric Carlson, Kale McCarr for Norris. I think Carlson because it's turned into who got most points award. Um. Matty Beneers, Owen Power, and uh, Stuart Skinner for uh, Calder finalists, and I think that's Matty Beneers running away. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of, I saw EA Sports simulated Connor Bedard's entire career, and he only won one Calder trophy. What a jerk. I mean, come on. He had so many. He had three Stanley Cups, but only one Calder Still won more than his idol, Sidney Crosby, so... Three Stanley Cups. <laughs> I don't know if it's on that on that on that team, but we'll see. Um, Mark, what did you think of the lottery? Uh, it was. Ex- I actually watched it live. Yeah. <clears throat> One of the first times that I've done that, uh, at least in a while. And uh, it was extremely boring. Uh, <laughs> it was kind of worthless. I would. It would be more fun <clears throat> if so. Somebody posted a picture of like, you know, each team had these lottery tickets, right? And each team has five numbers that if the balls get picked in a certain order or a certain, you know, mm-hmm. a, a certain set, right? A certain set of five numbers gets picked, then that team gets the number one overall pick, right? I'd rather see them draw all five numbers like I'm playing the lottery. Yeah. And televise <laughs> like that part of it. Make it a real lot. <laughs> make it a pick, good pick four. Right? I, that would be entertaining to me to see and who gets number ball. one overall pick and then go through the. Nobody cares about the, the rest of the order, no. really. No, no, no. Nobody cares. Just give me the lottery, the actual lottery for number one pick. Yeah. No. And I then Kevin Weeks can't spoil it. <laughs> Poor Kevin Weeks. True. Poor Kevin Weeks. Poor Kevin Weeks and his shitty. I mean, he did his breaking news bit. Yeah, he did. Like live as it happened. Then, then they had the audacity to go to the fucking Columbus War Room after they got. Oh, they're picking third. Yeah. <laughs> How great would it have been if At, they had all left after John Davison probably flipped over the 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 webcam, the two four the two forty p webcam that he had. Um. I think they should turn it into like a skills competition. Like each team gets to pick one person and they shoot from the other side of the ice. And if they make it into a little like puck hole, then they get the first overall pick. Just do it like combined curling. You get 16 representatives and whoever's closest to the house wins. We've done it. We've done it again, boys. Um, I like that. Except mm-hmm. you start with the team that almost made the playoffs, right? I would say more like bocce here, okay? okay? Or more uh, like curling. Uh-huh. 
So the team that almost made the playoffs Mm -hmm. gets first shot. They put their puck wherever it goes. And then every subsequent team has a chance to knock all the other pucks out. And then whatever puck is closest to the middle at the end gets number one overall pick. Mm. And whatever God wants, he keeps. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Just draw a, big, draw a big circle on the on the ice. <laughs> Throw the cards way up in the air, and whatever God wants, he keeps. <laughs> Perfect. What could go wrong? <laughs> could, could go wrong. Um, the American Hockey League extended President Scott Halson's contract uh, after. Weeks after there was there was uh, the idea that uh, the West the Pacific teams hated him so much they wanted to get him out. So, oopsie poopsie on that well, one, I suppose. But they saw the playoff format and they were like, "I'm back in." Yeah, I'm back in. Everyone gets in except for like two teams. Uh, I don't know how that works, but here we are. Uh, did they say how long they extended it? Uh, president and CEO. So he's not just a uh, president; he's also a client. Like, what exactly is his like running stance? He's like, "All right, you're gonna find someone better." Exactly. Like, I mean, how do you, how do you like, like, every... how do you campaign to stay reelected as the as the commissioner? Like to me and every girl in high school. What are you gonna do? Find any, find someone better, please? <laughs> when they eventually did, boy, did I have egg on my face. Man, oh man. So yeah, no, it's a multi-year contract extension. We will see how far this goes now. Um, yeah, good for him, I suppose. Uh, Mark Berwecki, Berwecki, what? Mark, Mark, Mark Berwecki. Well, he retired. Former Ottawa Senators defenseman, National Predators defenseman, retired after 12 seasons in the National Hockey League. Totaling 458 games, 56 points. More uh, known more for his fighting at uh, acumen than his uh, stick handling. Uh, former Clarkson Knight in college. So good for him. 12 years in the league. It's not too bad. Uh, 33 years old though. <laughs> Retiring at 33. If only. Oh well. If only. Wish I could. Wish I could. Won a Calder. Calder uh, Cup with the uh, Binghamton Senators. So, had that going for him. His first year out of college, too. It's great times. Nice. Great times had by all. Hey, rest in peace, Peter Klima. Peter Klima mm. passed away at the uh, young age of, I believe it was 58, um, over in uh, his native Chechia. Uh, not, uh, you know, Stanley Cup hero back in 90. Um,. Long-time Oiler, long-time uh, Detroit Red Wing. So, uh, Didn't he wear a Yofa helmet he most did. of he his wore, career? Wore the Yofa helmet. Did, not only did he wear like the Gretzky type, he wore that big slope, like flat-top type, too. Ooh. That big one. So, um, yeah, good times. Good times for his memory. 313 goals over 13 seasons. Stanley Cup winner. Scored the triple overtime winner in game one. So, uh Hell of a career for uh, Peter Klima. 58 years young on that. Um, yeah. Groundbreaking. How is he groundbreaking? SI, how is he groundbreaking, Peter Klima? How is he groundbreaking? 
Anybody know who, off the top of their who head? are we talking to exactly? Because I don't know. I'm talking to the I'm talking to Ray. You here. remember Peter the, Klima? The, I remember. Him. No, I mean like who is Scotty talking to? SI. I don't know. The I, fourth I, wall. I, I don't know how he's groundbreaking. How, do you, I, I said, how do you think? He's I said SI. I said SI. Why? How is he groundbreaking? And then I asked. I oh, brought okay. it to you. I'm like, hey, if we're asking Sports Illustrated. Yeah. First off, why do you have a thing about hockey on here? Nothing about groundbreak. How he was groundbreaking. Good job, SI. I wonder no one reads you anymore. Uh, Mark, thoughts on the second round? Have you watched any of the second round? Have you? I did. I watched uh, a little bit of the Edmonton thrashing after the the draft lottery. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. The second round isn't as exciting as the first round was, in my opinion. Thus far, fair least, point. obviously. Um, although the Maple Leafs might get eliminated tonight. Yes, that would be uh, that would be good. That would be that would be very exciting. Three of my four teams that I uh, don't want to win a Stanley Cup be out, so that's good. I mean, okay, so this is how bad the Leafs right now are in the doldrums, I guess. Uh, people are already linking Kyle Dubas to the Pittsburgh job that's open. He hasn't even been fired yet. <laughs> like, holy hell! <laughs> <laughs> like, breaking news. Oh. We got some breaking news. But yeah, I I have music for that. There we go. Sources have confirmed to the Philadelphia Inquirer that Keith Jones is the new president of hockey operations for the Philadelphia Flyers. Chris Terrian, former defenseman and Comcast sports uh anchor or color color analyst was the first to report it. So Keith Jones is going to be your president of hockey ops for the Flyers. Former Baltimore okay with Jack. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, he played there. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the only prerequisite? Because <laughs> Daniel Briere is in the front office. He is the GM. Yeah, I mean. Daniel Carcillo is coming back. <laughs> he's he's going to be a skills sure. guy. Um, I I don't like this only because of the fact that he's been out of hockey for too long. In term, he's been broadcasting. I don't care because it's the Flyers. Oh, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> hey, look, broadcasters can do a great job in the front office, right, Ottawa? Yep. Hey, stop stealing my tweets. <laughs> Mark hasn't been on Twitter since 2012. I was gonna say I tweeted that. I tweeted that like two hours ago. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> we're working together too. Exactly. Long. It's like we've done a show for almost 22 years now. Uh, God, that's creeping up too. Uh huh. Oh Jesus, we're only three months away. Oh God. Anyway, yeah, the second. Yeah, I'm with you, Mark. The second round not as exciting as the first. Um, less games too. I think that's the spread out also doesn't help much, but, uh, the yeah. timings of them are weird too. Like how did, why did they play three games on Sunday? If they were going to give the Toronto Florida series, like three days off in between games three and four. And they got, they had two days off between games two and three too. I mean, I feel like when you have, eight games going on that you can rotate them so that the same set of games are playing every other day. Yeah, I don't get it. Also, I, how did Edmonton get like the eight o'clock slot? 
the, the, the other night. Yeah. <laughs> I did watch did, some of that game. Did they they forced Edmonton to start the game at 6 p.m. so that ESPN could have people, you know, watch the draft and then <laughs> maybe watch a hockey game on a terrible network. Right, exactly. For hockey. Yes, exactly. Oh, man. I I don't know how they got the the joyous joyous recount of that, but glad Jonathan Quick's going to be on the bench. It's going to be good for him. Congratulations, happy for him. Ah, here we go. Lyle Richardson joins us here. Hi, Lyle. Good evening. Um. All right, boys. I'm glad that we have we have all of us here. Uh-huh. We can play a game of over under. <laughs> over under. 85 and a half points for Connor Bedard in his rookie year with the Chicago Blackhawks. Over under 85 and a half for Connor Bedard. More than a point per game with the Chicago mm. Blackhawks. Start with okay, may I Mark, may I please. research and see what Connor McDavid did in his first year. Please do. Or or maybe lie on those on top of the set. Uh well, uh, that's it's actually going to be a difficult uh, one for you to do because he? he was he missed half the season with a knee injury in his. Well, that's true. So he managed, I believe, it was like forty four points, I think, or something like that in his rookie season. I think season. he was also better. Like, seven. if you do points per game, I think he yeah. was better than a points per game guy. Let's see. Yeah, but he still he yeah. suffered an injury and uh, and of course he was uh, larger and therefore yes. it could be. Considered more durable than yes. the smaller but scrappy Bedard. 40, yes, but Bedard is a tank. Forty. So, uh, so well, they to, say. Ju- to junior players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard in the scouting report. He's that he was very tanky. Tank. Um, I would go. No, under. no, no. They were saying they had to tank to get him. Oh, yes, that's what right. it was. Yeah, Damn, that was the no, sentence that's... was constructed wrong. There was that's... supposed to be a comment there. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. All right, eighty-five and a half. Yeah, I'm points. under. You're under, Mark. All right, Mark is under. Johnny, I'm going over. All right. I appreciate hype. Lyle, I'll take the under. I was taking under. Slightly under. Yeah. Slightly under. But under. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna join Johnny and go with the over. There you go. Why? I mean, somebody has to score goals, right? That's yeah. true. Somebody on the team has to score goals. He oh might get boy. 30. That means he needs like yeah. 50 secondary assists. That team, though, has nothing. Nope, not at all. Nothing. Zero. Say what you will about the Edmonton Oilers that Connor McDavid joined back in 2015 16. But at least they had some guys that could put the puck in the net. Mm. They had like 14 overall first. Taylor pick. Hall Taylor Hall was still there. Ryan Nugent Hopkins was hanging Ryan out. Ryan Nugent Hopkins was there, of course. Leon Dreisaitl was in his sophomore season, I believe. Before he was re- Leon Dreisaitl. Before he became Leon Dreisaitl. Leon. But they at least had some players of some caliber, various level of caliber of skills to be able to, uh, you know, give, give uh, Connor McDavid some, some teammates that he could set up because remember he was still primarily known as an, as an assist machine back then. Uh, but Dar's not going to have that luxury in Chicago, not unless they load up and that's not the game plan. So nope. they are literally starting from rock 
fucking bottom. The only player who's come closest to that, I would have to say, coming in in a rookie year, very hyped player, is your own Alex Ovechkin. Because you remember your Capitals of 05, mm-hmm. 06. Boy, howdy. Dog shit. Actually, Ooh. we didn't really remember them last week. Yeah. You... That was 03, 04. <laughs> yeah. As, as you're fond of saying, Scotty, the who's who, who cares? Oh, yeah, boy, howdy, was... were they? Yeah. Dinos, they uh, brought in Dinos Zubris and like, fucking we did it, boys. We found we the we found the playmaker for Ovi. Yeah, because remember, I mean, even like Sidney Crosby coming in with the Penguins, but they still had they still had Mario, though he would soon retire afterwards when he realized, okay, the kids got this. But they brought in yeah. like LeClaire and Recky and all yeah, these other guys. They in brought in, but they had some veteran guys there. They had some guys. Yeah. I'm not trying to take away anything from from Crosby from his rookie year, but it, but Ovechkin was the right choice for rookie of the year oh, that yeah. year because he literally had nobody as a supporting cast. Uh, so that was O-5-0-6. maybe Jeff Halpern. Even then, not even. Yeah, Jeff Halpern the- was there. These aren't names that leap off the page as as you Off- know. offensive dynamos. No, exactly. Boyd exactly. Gordon. Uh, that's true, Boyd Gordon. Uh, who, well, hey, who's... yeah, we can't forget. All right, let's uh, let's let's do this then. Okay. Alex Ovechkin mm-hmm. had 106 points. Yes. In his rookie season. Yes. With the Capitals. Mm-hmm. Can you name number two? Uh, name the other t- uh, four in the top five of the Washington Capitals. I have no Capitals. fucking idea. What you guys year? are capitals fans and figured out. I'm sitting this one out. No, no, mm-hmm. I think he said who had the top rookies, right? Top no well no the top the top scorers on the Capitals. Top on five scorers on the oh, Capitals. On the Capitals. With Ovechkin. Oh. Ovechkin oh, won at one oh six, had fifty two goals. Bonus points if you can add they had four twenty goal scorers on this team. How the fuck? <laughs> they were cashing in on Ovi's rebounds. I guess. Holy shit. <laughs> anyway. Um, any of the top five boys on this um, on this team? You said one of them. I said two of them. There you go. Two of them yeah. have been, been put out there. Dinah Zubris, that there is, you go. That's one. that He was number there two. Uh, he had 57 points as the number wow. two scorer for the Caps. John, are you going to say anybody? Uh, Alex Semin. No, Alex Semin was not here this year. I think he was in Russia. He, he was. was in Russia. He went over that. He went so back to Russia. Jeff, Jeff Halpern. Halpern was number two or number three at 44. Mike Green. Mike Green was not there yet. Yeah, he wasn't drafted he was yet. Still in, no, he mm. was drafted. They were drafted the same but class. But he just wasn't there yet. He yeah. went to juniors. Uh, he played in Saskatoon that year. Um, Ben Clymer. Ben Clymer, no, but uh, he was seventh in scoring <laughs> on that team. Chris Simon. Um, Simon was not on this team, though. No. Jason Doig. No Doig. <laughs> Brendan Witt. Uh, Brendan Witt. I think he actually had negative three points. He had, he, had a, he had 11 <laughs> points, but 141 penalty minutes in 58 games with the Caps. There you go. So, Steven Pete. He's not on this team. Um, uh, Matt Pettinger. Pettinger was one of the 20-goal scorers, and he was sixth. There you go. <laughs> 38 points. Chris Clark was fifth. With 20 goals and 39 points. Brian Wilsey was fourth overall in scoring with oh, 41 points. Lord. Jeff Halpern, 44 points at the three spot. Yes. So, um, it was, it was, these were lean years. Yeah. Very, very lean. Now, for fun, just for fun, very quick, go, go check uh, the Penguins for that year. 
I will. By the way, uh, uh, Jamie Hewitt was the top scoring defenseman with 28 points <laughs> uh, on the board. The scoring machine that is Jamie Hewitt. <laughs> Oli Kolzig had more points than some of the players on the <laughs> right. team that played all year. Oli Kolzig somehow, some way, got 14 points that year. That was amazing. amazing. Oli Kolzig was the third defenseman on the list <laughs> yeah. for scoring. All right, so Crosby had 100. Well, his team wasn't much better. No, but he had 102. 102? Yeah. Can you, can you name the other four, anybody? <laughs> other four of the top five. I know it's not Mario because he retired like about 20 games into the Correct. season. So. Correct. 26 games into the season. Yeah. Johnny Mark? Sergey uh, Gonchar. He was number two. Correct. Hey! 58 Beautiful. points in 75 games. So we got one and two done. Now we need three, four, five. Wait, so he had a, so Crosby had 102 and second was 58. Correct. Wow. Wow. That is a, a good drop off. That, that's I mean, the, I may have under. I may who have, played uh, with a, Who played with Crosby? Colby Armstrong? No, no. Uh, he was seventh. He had forty points this year. <laughs> William Guerin. Uh, William Guerin was not on this team. No, no. He no. was, he was yeah. in Long Island. A little early still. for him. Yeah. Mark Recchi. Mark Recchi was three, fifty-seven points. There we go. <laughs> I picked the wrong old guy. You did pick the wrong old guy. <laughs> Luckily, there's Matt one more. Huh? No, not Matt Cullen. There's one more old Jordan, guy. Ah, uh, no, Jordan Stahl is Keith not Primu? there yet. Keith Primo not there. Jordan Stahl not there. Three, nah. two, one. I may two. have undersold, uh, yeah, that's jo- how. Johnny LeClaire was fourth at 51. <laughs> Jesus, they had Ricky and LeClaire? Claire, yeah, that's and right. And Ryan Malone was fifth with 44 uh, points. Private. Ryan Malone. So they, LeClaire they and have... Recky just took the show like 200 miles east or yeah, west. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, they thought Mario was still there. They were going to put together the well, Legion yeah, of Doom Mario line was still there at the time. They just didn't count on Mario Balin after twenty six games. There, there would be there would be the, Le- the Legion of Old, um, <laughs> the Legion of Boom. Yeah, <laughs> man, they had some bad goaltending too. Oof, not great. Not that the Caps had bang up goaltending, but yeah, but still. But anyway, at least those teams, though, you know. I mean, apart from, oh, but I still maintain. I mean, at least Crosby, there was, Recky was there, LeClaire was there for a little while, you know, Mario was there, you know, and uh, then up and coming Ryan Malone, who didn't come up much further than that, but still, right? And I believe you mentioned Gonchar. He was second, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so he did have, there was a handful of, you know, experienced guys there, right, for Crosby to, to work with. You compare what Ovi had in Washington, there it is no comparison. <laughs> it nope. really isn't. Nope, not at all. You know. So yeah, that's why I stand by that. Bedard is going to be pretty much like where Ovi was when he joined the Caps. Now, if he can pull off the offense that Ovi did in that rookie year, then hey, yeah, he's gonna be one hell of a player. I still think he's gonna be one hell of a player, but Oh boy, is he ever facing steep odds going to Chicago? Yep, Chicago. It's going to be an interesting Chicago. one. That's for damn sure. Um, <sighs> second round, Lyle. What do you think? How you thought about it so far? Um, it's it's been too many blowouts, right? Like 
the blowouts are fine if if it's your team that's blowing up the opposition. But if if you're not a fan of those teams or you're you, like me, you're just watching those games because you have to because it's your job and you don't have any skin in them. My God, they get boring after a while. <laughs> Holy shit! There's nothing like watching a lifeless third period when a team's up six to one. Was, and the other team has said, fuck it, let's look to game five or whatever. I was uh, I was talking to uh, Jen the other night, and uh, mm. I was just laying there, just hanging out. TV was on in the background. I turn around, I'm like, oh, it's it's 3-1 Hurricanes. Turn back around. Ah, it's 4-1 Hurricanes. Oh, boy. Ah, <laughs> oh, 6-1? How the fuck? Who's? Huh? Yep. It was fast. Yeah. Led by that scoring machine, Jordan Martunic. And as you said, yeah, the the yes for fast that I, I, like I said, Johnny. I was just How did dancing. you not see that there? That was just low hanging fruit. I was tired. <laughs> I've been watching games, man. I was, tired. I was mad at myself. I didn't think that first. I was just like, ah, good one, Johnny. Shit, why didn't I think it? <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> but Jordan Martunic, he leads. All scores in the second round. He surpassed Leon Dreisaitl wow. for second round scores. This from a guy who didn't have a single point in the in their first round series against the Islanders. A team you would think you would score against, but then you remember, oh yeah, Ilya Sorokin was in net. So that's kind wow, of Wow, did you hear he was put score. on waivers at some point this year? Maybe. Pardon me? Did you hear that uh, Martin Nuke was uh, put on waivers at some point this year? I think he was. Yeah, no, that's they keep, they, yeah. they keep harping on on the ESPN telecast. Like, ESPN told stop. us like every Did three they? and a half to six minutes. Oh, okay, because up here we were getting like Canadian coverage of it, so we didn't hear that nonsense, you know. Where it's but, like, why aren't these teams playing like the Leafs? Is all you heard from that commentary. <laughs> that's uh, the only series that's been close. Say what you will. I mean, yes, I mean, the Panthers are up three games, three games tonight, but at least they were close games they really were at least there was that entertainment factor going in oh and the Leafs score oh. Leafs draw first blood William Nylander oh, gonna, there you go that's only, in the second period that's but, isn't that the first goal between the big four uh pretty much Jesus pretty much oh and they are they are getting they are getting flayed up here in the Canadian media, those guys, they are just getting roasted. I, I mean, they're not even wasting any time. After game three, already the speculation had begun. Okay, uh, you know, yeah, uh, does Dubas get fired? Does uh, Sheldon Keefe go with him? Uh, which one of the big four gets traded? They, they weren't even waiting. It's like I said, it's like feasting on the carcass while they're still drawing breath. I right. mean, good God, you know. At least wait until they they actually are officially eliminated before you you start <laughs> burying them. Holy shit! Yeah. Wow. But I mean, mind you, again, this is Toronto media, and like their fans, they've been scarred. It didn't take long for all that goodwill from <laughs> winning their first playoff series in 19 years to poof. Yeah, exactly. Vanish. Gone. And I again, I could understand. I mean, yeah, they're they're down three games to none. They could be, but I could understand if every game was a blowout. Right, if the Panthers were just stomping the living crap out of them every game, then okay, I could understand this, right? But I mean, wow, it didn't take a lot. It took eight days for that that worm That's to turn. That's about right. Hey, Johnny, yeah. Johnny, can I get a yeah. ruling? Does really? this count? No. Mark, Mark, being away from the screen. Oh, he's coming. Okay, now he's coming back. Okay, all right, good. Uh, good, good, good. What's this about? What have yeah. I missed? We'll talk. We'll talk to. We'll tell you later. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're we're, we're training. We're training Mark for the Mark Leahy. Uh, Mark Leahy. Uh, I guess what would you call it? Endurance battle. Oh. So it's gonna be a good time. 
be a good time. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's the Leaf one. That one's gone. Uh, mm. The Hurricanes are just stepping all over the Jersey Devils. Oof. Um, yeah. The uh, Oilers, Oilers Knights have been blowout one night for one team, yeah, blowout another blow night for next. another team. Yeah, pretty much. And, and same with yeah. Kraken and Dallas. Same, almost the same thing. It's yeah. like, yeah, blow, blow, blow. Like I said, when a team, when a player scores four goals in one game and his team still loses. Right? I mean, did that happen, did that, did that happen twice in consecutive yes. nights? Yes. Yeah. yeah, it was um, Joe Pavelski in game one against the Kraken. And Leon Dreisaitl uh, against uh, Vegas. In game one as well. Yes, the following night. So, yes. Good Interesting. Um, Johnny, do you want to bring up bring up this topic with Lyle? Or do you not? Uh, do you want, you want you go ahead? You brought oh, it up. You brought it up yeah. to us. Lyle. Yes. Um, if there was a section in a baseball stadium referred to as the uh, bird bath, would that be a place that you would uh, sit at Oriole Park when you come in to watch the Orioles play? Right. Have you seen this, Lyle? Is no, it? I have not. So the Orioles this season have gone full in on water celebrations. Okay. Uh, they hit a home run. They have a. Uh, they have a. The dong the bong. Homer. The dong bong is what some people call it. Some people call it the Homer hose. Uh, they come back to the dugout. They uh, basically have a beer bong throw a bottle of water in it and the person you know rehydrates if they get a double they get on a second base and they do the sprinkler thing and the uh (laughs) starting pitchers that uh were are not playing spit water out of their mouth like a sprinkler going off (laughs) well the orioles have gone full hog on this one and there's a section of oreo park now that when there's a double and the sprinklers go off they're going to set off water like sprinklers that go off uh, as a bird bath, the bird bath splash zone. Oh God! Yes, I'm. I love it. I mean, I've been. In, I've lived in Baltimore for a while. I mean, some okay. of the August, July, August games, even at yeah. seven thirty. Yeah, crucial. You know, it's a little sticky out there. Oh water, yeah. Some water here and there. Not a big. Not a big problem. Yeah, that in that regard, I'm with you. Yeah, because I'm not a guy who handles humidity well either. So to kind of cool off a bit. Yeah, that, uh, that would so, be all right. So, Scotty, there are fan, there are like three fantastic lines in this. Okay. One is the we encourage fans to secure their belongings in waterproof bags. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Then there's a line later that was effectively like, um, just in case you bought tickets in Section 86 before we turned this into the birdbath, we'll let you move your seats if you want. Right, to. exactly. <laughs> if you previously purchased seats before May 10th in left field, lower box eight, Section 86, uh, you will be informed of, of your ticket option. If you have any questions in the meantime, please not even move. It's just like, listen, if you're sitting here, you're getting wet. Yeah. Uh, so and, what do you think? Because uh, Scotty, or was it? I don't. Was it you, Mark, or was it Scotty that came up today and was like, "This is effectively like a, a, a was, mismatch of of Gallagher and uh, Sea World and Sea World." Gallagher and Sea World. What do you think about the bird bath? I, I I don't have a problem with it for the very reasons you say in terms of those very, very hot days, those very humid days. And it starts getting colder, I wouldn't want that. Sure. That yeah. would get, you, you, you couldn't do it in the April games, that's for no, sure. No, April and but, September, you, you, September, you couldn't do that. No, it, it started getting too chilly. But yeah, July, August, yeah, for that sure, would be comfortable. Sure. 
Definitely. That would be good. That would be comfortable. Bring a change of clothes. Maybe late September. Early September is still kind of... Be, 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 yes, it's like, they, it's like they tell you in certain rides, yeah, be, be careful, you will get wet on this ride. Now, are they going to lean into the Baltimore thing and let people bring, you know, water guns? I was, I was going to say... <laughs> God, I, hope so. I thought you were going to say they were going to crack a fire hydrant. Um, <laughs> really make it Baltimore. There well, you go. Well, speaking of, since we're on our baseball segment because we are in the postseason, or in the postseason, um, Lyle, have you seen the Baltimore Orioles City Connect jerseys? No, I have not. Oh, they fuck. are terrible. They are. Dog oh, shit. are they? They are fucking dog shit. Let me see if I oh, can. Oh dear. <laughs> um, and and I have a hypothesis with this. Let me get past all the Maryland Black Bears cool shit, um, as they are just running shit right now. Um. So here is the uh, so for those of you who don't know the City Connect jerseys are Nike's brand of hey we're gonna make a jersey that connects with the city you know bring some aspects of the city around um, it's a great time so Lyle when you think that what would you think oh jeez uh, you know I don't maybe like uh, you know maybe like your 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 harbor your sure, yeah. your touristy stuff right. like the the make the, the jersey old, like an old bay can. Yeah. Yeah. Put the, on those plaster lines. the Maryland flag everywhere, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. This. Ah! The fuck is that? This is it's the great it's the Great Britain version of the fucking Oriole jersey. That is horrible. I There's have nothing a... to, that that's that's man that that's just a a a, a you know just a, a mud colored jersey that you slap Baltimore on the front and you're supposed to make that that's something special. How, do, how does that connect with what's special about Baltimore? I have a theory, Lyle. Please tell me, because I, the, after listening well, to not, you guys not about, not for about... the last 20 years, extol <laughs> to me the all that is wondrous and great about Baltimore and Maryland. <laughs> yeah. What I'm seeing here so, doesn't do it for me. So Nike makes these jerseys, right? Right. Their biggest competitor is, one of the biggest competitors is Under Armour. Under mm-hmm. Armour is housed in Baltimore. So to really fuck over Baltimore, they just gave him a plain jersey. <laughs> that's my thought process behind it. That that actually makes that that that's better than most conspiracy theories. Yeah. In so, fact, in fact, that's so good I don't even want to call it a conspiracy theory. I'm I'm willing to say that 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 that's a plausible. They also, as MythBusters used to say, that's plausible. <laughs> they also yeah. put on the bottom here: you can't clip these wings on the tag, uh, right. which leads me to believe that Mister Mister will be playing the postgame show. Um, it's also also mean to do to birds yes 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 i think that i think yeah i think that's just a full-fledged hate on towards uh baltimore and the orioles in general i think birds in general i think the cardinals and blue jays should be Mm. should not be too happy with this either no i mean couldn't they have just they could have created like a jersey that just had a crab on it and everybody right yes like oh this is awesome they could have stolen the base socks idea something that just looked crabby just you know, it'd be like, yeah, it's Baltimore right there. There you go. Exactly. Like I said, the old base selling tan. like crab cakes. <laughs> hey, baby. Hey, well. well, I think it's because the bald, like too many crabs, because you have the Southern Maryland blue crabs. The Bowie Bay Sox are the ghost crabs for their Spanish nights. Um, ghost crabs. I like that. Yeah. Let me bring up that jersey. Got That's crabs. the uh, teal hat that I have upstairs. It right? is. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, I have a teal, uh, a teal fitted hat with a black brim that has the ghost crabs logo on it yeah. I'm, I'm keen to Pretty see nice. this ghost crabs logo yes all right so here is the uh, uh ha here we go uh-huh. ghost crabs hey logo. i like that and then you know you got the jersey 
There's yeah. the black version of the hat, and there's the teal yeah, one. That's the one got. I got. Ah, that's awesome. Right. I like that. <laughs> Should have done that. I like that. I mean, so, come on. I'd... Hey, Krabby. I like that. Fucking bold. Fucking Nike. <laughs> Fuck Nike. Fuck you, Phil. Yeah. I'm not going to see that Ben Affleck movie now because of this. There we go. That's a good reason. Fuck Ben Affleck. <laughs> How do you like them apples, Ben? Man, suck these, Geely. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah, those jerseys are terrible. Yes. Yes, they are. That does not say Baltimore to me. Well, no, it does say Baltimore. No, it on does there. say Baltimore. That's the only thing it does say on there. <laughs> just does straight across. It says Balmer. They didn't even put it in the right accent. No, it doesn't no. say the ambiance. God now, see, it. that, if they would have done what John just suggested, I would have been fine with it. They put if, it they, on... if it was that exact font, that exact yeah. everything, and it just said Balmer. They put it on other fucking clothing, which is, I don't understand. Like, they put Balmer on other clothing. Like, what the fuck? I mean, isn't this the, this is the equivalent of, like, the, the low Spurs jerseys, right? right? Or whatever, whichever the, whichever the first... The iteration like, of the uh, uh, iteration of these like nuts. I don't know if it was like Hispanic heritage or whatever it was where they started putting like los whatever on the jerseys. Right. But if you're gonna if you're gonna pay homage to or homage, uh, homage, homage. I think I'll call homage. It homage. Homage works. Pay oh, homage to there you uh, go. That works. To <laughs> a town or a city, then like make it worthwhile. Yeah. Go balls to the wall. That's what I always say. Yeah, you do say that. You had a tattooed on your lower back. <laughs> no, no, that's go balls deep. Oh shit! Oh. Fuck. It's been a minute. It, it just says from behind <laughs> <laughs> or two take. Which one was? It? Oh. it actually says this is a toll road. Um, <laughs> God, where now? I can't. Obviously, I can't fucking find the goddamn Baltimore shirt that I want to. Fuck off. Online experience, my ass. <laughs> Fuck it anyway. Um, rat, rat. What do you think about Daryl Sutter uh, leaving, and then all the flames just like, I don't want to be traded anymore. <laughs> I actually, I actually am fine. I'm fine here, yeah. guys. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I just had to. I just had to laugh at uh, at at Sutter's uh, supporters in the media who are you know chiding the players that you know. Oh yeah, well Daryl's tough and all this, but it's tough love, and he's won Stanley Cups, and oh, they should toe the line and this and that and the other thing. It's like yes, once upon a time Daryl Sutter's coaching style worked very very well, but those days are over now. You know, players don't want to be treated like like hot garbage anymore. You know, they're not going to put up with it. I just like I just like the fact there was a bit blurb today in the Calgary Hockey Now where uh, they said uh, Mackenzie Weger was was on a podcast, and he was saying, yeah, that uh, Michael Backlund got into it a couple of times with Daryl Sutter. They said, oh, yeah, they had a couple of fuck you screaming matches a couple of times. I was like, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, you know, that style of coaching is it's going by the wayside, like like they all do. I mean, you, you know, you don't coach the, the way you used to 20 years ago. The Mike Keenan style of coaching, for God's sake, went out of vogue 20 years ago mm-hmm. because players just don't want to be treated, you know, like shit or have their coach play mind games with them. That's why Mike Babcock's been unemployed for five years, you know? And it's like, yeah, people you want to turn around and chide the players because they don't want to be treated like crap. It's like, that's not the way it goes. You know, you want to have a coach... Right. I mean, that the players at the very least can respect. 
right? They don't have to be, you know, not live in fear of the guy, right? Mm -hmm. But at least respect him, at least respect or at least try to do what he's trying to do, right? You mm -hmm. know? And yeah, it's it's a different gener just like every generation. I mean, you you don't coach players the way you did 50 years ago or 100 years ago for Christ's sake. It's called evolution. It happens. Okay. It's a mystery though. Hmm. Evolution is a mystery. Like the old yeah, WWE really, faction. No, no it's yeah. the fact the song the faction WWE was Batista, Triple H, Ric Flair. Yeah, you oh, fucking wow, nobody. Uh, see, even that's twenty years ago. Ah. <laughs> that was twenty years ago. That was twenty years oh, ago, god. guys. Oh my god. I know. So look, all right, listen. But yeah, it it was it was very it was funny though to see the players go. Oh no, I don't want to be traded. I'm cool here. I love this place. New arena. <laughs> yeah. Let's fucking go, boys. Uh, all right. So if they do this, you they put do it the bomber here. Put that there. Bomber. There you go. That's that, what I'm talking about. That right there. there would work. See? Put bomber well, that's what on. Johnny started. Johnny started it. But I'm on board. I'm on the band. Or even this. You put this. It's got the the lights like the the aquarium. It's fucking great. Yeah. Love and life. Scratch that, that out. Put B more. Fine. Perfectly yeah. fine. Why is, this, why is this fucking $40 for a t-shirt? What are we doing oh, here? Hey, oof, inflation, doing? baby. Oof. Golly. So, mm. there we go. Uh, the NHL needs to do City Connect jerseys. Hopefully, Fanatics does that and then ruins the whole thing. Um, Keith Jones is new president of the Flyers. Like or d dislike? <laughs> Wait, have they made it official yet? It, sources have confirmed to the Philadelphia Inquirer that it is Keith Jones. Ah, it is going to be Keith Jones. Um, it's interesting. Yeah. It's 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 outside the box, but Keith Jones yes. <laughs> has well, he he has plenty of uh, he has plenty of broadcast experience. <laughs> he, uh, he 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 wrote a very good his, his biography that he wrote uh, 15 years ago or so. That was very entertaining. I'm I here too it. now. I like yeah. I like how you're giving all of the like sort of relevant. <laughs> it's, it's like but, when I apply know, for a job that listen, I absolutely hey, should hey, not. Hey, hey. But all kidding aside here, though. I mean, listen, we could sit and point and laugh at this. We but know. we did the same thing with Martin Saint Louis two years ago when the Canadians named him as head coach. Count like, what? This guy? What coaching does he have? Oh, he coached his son's pee wee team. <laughs> counterpoint. Yeah, counterpoint. That is true. We counterpoint. Do. Pierre Maguire. We... Oh, you know Keith Jones is an excellent choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, no. Seriously, he's an excellent choice because Pierre would just go power mad. So yeah, yeah no, no. I'm just saying um, we did the same thing about Pierre Maguire when he got hired, and that did turn out to be our, you know, we did, we all yeah. turned out right on that one. Yeah, Keith Keith Jones though, uh, he does know that that team very well, and he, you know, uh, I, you know, it's it's it it has the feel of a legacy hire of nepotism. Another oh god, here we go, we're bringing back, we're recycling Islanders or, or Islanders, we're recycling Flyers, like we were, you know, because we brought in Daniel Briere. I mean, yeah. who's next? Are we bringing back to running there? But uh, I don't think they went about this half-assed. I hope they didn't go about this half-assed. Say but listen, Daniel Briere is obviously going to be the general manager, and at least he has experience. Right. When I heard that he was being hired as general manager, didn't surprise me. They were grooming him for that position. So fine. You know, Keith Jones. Ooh. I mean, we'll just have to play wait and see. As I said, he's he is well known. 
around the league. He's, he's well-connected. Yes, I mean, I talked about the broadcasting career and all that earlier and, and so on. But, I mean, he, he, he does know the game. He does know... Uh, he doesn't know the Flyers. He's been well connected to them for years. So, you know, maybe maybe this is something that will work. I mean, hey, you know, Brendan Shanahan came in and became, uh, you know, he was, uh, uh, you know, the the uh, player safety guru before he went on and became a team president. So, so what we'll you're saying jury's out. Is Mark Messier stuff. as Rangers head coach is a lock now? <laughs> it's a fucking lock. Uh, no. That's a five-star Lowridgeson lock. (laughs) (laughs) Mark Messier will be the head coach of the Rangers. You heard it here first via Lyle Richardson of (laughs) SpectresHockey.net and the Hockey News. I can't believe you said that. I can't believe you'd be so bold to say that, Lyle, but here we are. People have ears, bro. Come on. (laughs) You know how great it would be if Mark Messier became a coach and then each month gave out his own leadership award? (laughs) I don't think he wants to be a coach, though. His his heart has always been he wanted to be a general manager, and he never got that. You know, they tried put they tried him in the front office there a little bit, but it was almost like Glenn Sather was keeping him at arm's length for a reason. Because I think, yeah, Glenn knows you too well, bud. So yeah. it's just like he didn't want him to steal his big plays. There you go, exactly. Yeah, no, that's yes. smart. Glenn Sather loves those things. Nice. Yes, Glenn Sather, People think Glenn Sather loves cigars. Every time he saw a picture of him up in the box, he had a cold cigar in his own. No, he had that in his mouth to keep from 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 powering down freaking baked lays and and Frito and everything. All these lays chips all day long. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the only thing that stops him. You take that cigar away from him, and man, he's just powering that stuff down like it's a go-to style. Right, yeah. and we all know Mark Messier's affinity for baked lays commercials. Exactly. Yes, and for stealing them because we we have live footage of him actually doing that. Yeah, he did. Yes, yeah. people. People thought, "Oh, that was a bit different commercial." No, that was actually like yeah. a freaking security camera. Yeah, no, and that's why do you think it looks so weird when he was running away? On that his was camera? actually his community service was to do those commercials. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. with so. the footage of him actually stealing uh, Lay's potato chips. Yeah. Uh, in there to to show his crime. Yep, exactly. Yeah, uh-huh. it was all subversive. It's all down. It's all a grand conspiracy, just like the way that the draft is rigged. Oh, it was it's rigged. rigged. It was yeah, yeah. rigged. Come on, buddy. Definitely rigged. Come on, man. Yeah, it's the great. draft is rigged. That's why. That's why Connor McDavid is in Edmonton because they rigged it to go to Edmonton. Right. Yeah, no, that's exactly. Lyle, come on, man. What are you yeah, talking about? Yeah, come on. It's all there. The truth is out there. Lyle is fucking. Listen, you want to you want to play like that, man? Follow it's the all money. there. Follow the lions, man. Follow you know, the rabbit. You know what's funny is follow man. the money. And I said this it's on, on Twitter. The money. I said, it, it's funny how the draft is rigged unless it's your team that wins the draft. Then it's like, you know, I've long respected how well the uh, the draft has been managed. And I think Gary Bettman is doing a fantastic job. Whereas, you know, 10 minutes before, it's all rigged. It's not going to go our way. Oh, they wanted to go here. They wanted to go there. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake, shut up. I just, I really want year. One year, I want the team that finished like, that has like the seventh chance. Like, yeah. that has like an a, yeah. a 4.3% chance of getting it to like go all the way up to the top. That's yeah. what I want to see. I want to see the team that's had like the 10th that had the that's sitting 10th. Because remember it's the top 11, they're the only ones that can move up into first, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if they win the lottery. I'd like to see the guy that the team that's 10th or 11th just whoosh, shoot to the top. Yeah. That's what we were saying I earlier. was well, the team I wanted to see win it was was uh, the Arizona Coyotes. I wanted to see. I, I was pulling for the Coyotes. Yeah. I was hoping they were going to win it 
because God, Jesus, this team needs something, right? And and that's another reason too why I know that the draft is not rigged because if it was, Austin Matthews would be in his seventh season with the Arizona Coyotes right yep, now. Absolutely. Okay, so fuck off. He fuck still has time. You with that nonsense, these conspiracy theory assholes who anytime the draft doesn't go their way oh it's all rigged it's all rigged it's not rigged shut the fuck up because if it was i mean do you really think that the buffalo sabers the buffalo sabers would have gotten two first round picks in four years or the new jersey devils get out of here you're insane shut the fuck up god yeah oh no they 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 rigged it so that austin matthews would 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 go to the maple Leafs because they really needed it man it's yes the biggest hockey market in the world needed to win the draft lottery yeah so why so they 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 wouldn't lose that one fan come on get out of here man shut up i mean it's just as bad as fifa yeah exactly it's as corrupt as fifa as corrupt as sure oh yeah 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 I saw that documentary on Netflix, man. How they that was rigged to go to. Uh, oh, that was so awesome! Oh man, <laughs> holy shit! A lot of people lost their jobs over that one. They still, it still wound up being held in Cotter, but <laughs> man, oof! <laughs> Good times. That was that was something else. <laughs> yep. Mm-mm-mm. That's uh, what I mean. Anyway. Follow the money. Yeah. Follow the money, that. baby. Anyway, sorry, I just had to get that out of my system. It's been nagging at me for the last two days. All right, so Mark's gone. We can kind of explain. This. Okay, what, what's what's going on? So we're gonna we're gonna have a come. Oh, oh. back! God damn it! How are we supposed to talk about you, Mark? Know, Mark. You keep jumping back in unexpectedly. <laughs> Jesus. Well, now I know the game. So even if I <laughs> even if I have to leave now, I'll just sit on mute for a little while. There you go. I should have just waited to see what you guys okay. were going to say about me. <laughs> or you know, I could actually go back and just listen to the show. But who wants who, to do that? Who does that? I barely do that as it is. <laughs> to, unless something bad hat comes out of your, in one of our mouths, and we have to uh, I have to edit that. Yeah. Scott, oh, Scott, only Scott, only Scott, in Scott. only in audio form though. Video Scott, form, you yes. get the whole thing. Just 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 send me an email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's got a lot to do. With you know the thing, oh the thing, <laughs> the thing. I guess Johnny went to go piss. So, um, <laughs> let's talk about him. No, let's talk about him instead. He's going to he's going to Maine tomorrow. Going to Maine? What's in Maine? Uh, Maryland, Besides Stephen King and Lobster, Maryland What's in Maryland Maine? Black Bears taking on the Maine. Oh Dogs. yes, that's right. One win in the next three games, and they go to the uh, the final four. So they got one in three chance. Right on. There it is. He listening too? He went to get that. There you go. Good time. What you doing? Yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, hometown teams too, my uh, my hometown team, the uh, the Yarmouth Mariners, is, uh, they're oh. heading to Manitoba to take part in the Centennial Cup. Ooh. They won the Maritime Junior uh, Hockey League uh, Championship the for the second time in four years, I might hey, add. There we go. So. Um, they did not lose a single playoff game. That's pretty total sick. fucking domination by my Yarmouth Mariners. So sweet, sweet, sweet baby. Yeah. So off to the Centennial Cup they go. But yeah, best of luck to uh, to the Black Bears too. Yeah. So you're going mm-hmm. to Maine, Johnny? Going to Maine? I am going to Maine and leave uh, leave shortly. <laughs> um, How long a drive? No, no, we're flying. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Luckily, we're flying. Uh, you know what was funny, Scotty? So when I walked back in, the camera, the white balance was fine, right? 
standing back there, everything's fine. As soon as I come up here, I'm blue again. Yep. Uh, blue. Sorry. <laughs> Set blue. that one up. Um, yeah. So uh, they play in the Lake Colise. Yeah. The old uh, Lewiston Maniacs. Q- Q- the Lu- That's right. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. it's actually it's a really cool arena. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, it's insanely cold, though. Like the last time we went there, it was like 85 degrees outside. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, it won't be that bad. Like, feel like, I mean, it's a real arena. Like, it's like, uh, I'm sure it'll be like Johnstown. I'll just be able to wear like pants and like a uh, like t shirt and my light, light jacket. So I didn't mm-hmm. even bring my like uh, padded jacket, the team jacket that they gave me. I left it at the hotel. Right. And I froze my balls off that entire <laughs> game. Uh, so I have packed way differently for this trip. Mm-hmm. You know, well warned is forearmed, bud. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Holy yeah. hell! Oh, jeez. Well, that that kind of that that puts me in mind when I when I went to Alberta five years ago for my uh, for my nephew's uh, wedding, and I went to see my other nephew playing hockey. And yeah. same sort of thing. And I'm there in, sh- in uh, shirts and, you know, you know, T-shirt and, and shorts. Right. And everybody else is going in there wearing jackets and jeans. That should have been my first clue. <laughs> <laughs> I got it out because I wanted to see my nephew playing to play hockey. Like this is this is in like uh, early August, mm-hmm. you know, in Alberta. <laughs> it's hot as balls. Yeah. Well, it's hot as balls everywhere in, in mid in mid yeah. early to mid August. And yeah, it was same thing. Like just freezing fucking cold so the next time i went to play his next game the next day yeah i dressed appropriately holy shit at the big park yeah. Yeah. lyle's like at a camping store he's like all right what do you guys got <laughs> yeah. they're like everything's 50 percent off he's like i'll take some wool socks and take <laughs> fucking school <laughs> yeah. lyle's going to crappy tire take that nor- yeah the north face park <laughs> ll bean flannel thank you yes oh yeah canadian tires making a bundle off of lyle <laughs> uh, oh yeah uh, Mark's work warehouse <laughs> there you go perfect um, any other stuff Lyle that we got I mean the lottery happened we talked about that playoffs we talked about that front office stuff um, are you surprised that uh, Gerard Gallant your boy gets uh, gets ousted no I wasn't so well, you, you could kind of see the way that it was going um, the thing though that's interesting that came out of all that is is just how it just seems like he, he he's one of those coaches that just has that shelf life, and it's not because he's one of these yelly, screamy coaches. He's known as a player coach, as a player's coach, because well, he was a player before he became a coach. But I guess mm-hmm. the problem is that for Turk, when he gets a system, he he sticks to his system no matter what, and tends to be quite inflexible. So that makes things difficult for him to adjust to in-game situations. Uh, so I think that was the reason why he, he got the boot, but, uh, I tell you, it's not going over well here, here in his native Prince Edward Island. They are not happy that, uh, the Rangers did their whole attitude now is fuck the Rangers. So yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome yeah. the group. Yeah. We'll send the membership package. badge. Yeah. yeah. Send the membership badge to every, <laughs> every Islander because they're right now. Listen, we love when our local boys do good and we fucking hate it when they freaking get fired. So, so- <laughs> Is this is this true? Um, I just pulled up the NHL app. Uh, the second period is almost finished, and the shots on goal are eight eight. In wow! This game. What the fuck is going oh, on? Oh no, eight eight in that period. Total shots right now are nineteen fifteen. Oh, okay. okay. 
I was like, maybe they did. Maybe they only update the that at the end of the periods or something. But I was like, holy hell! There's only been 16 total shots in this game. <laughs> it's it's been close checking, but it's not like New Jersey Devil uh, Anaheim Ducks circa <laughs> 2003 style. Yeah. No. Did we turn back to the trap? Oh like, God. <laughs> <sighs> It's it's so funny watching clips from uh, from games back then, you know, and and just like you you see an offensive gem of a goal, and then you realize that that was like as rare as a leprechaun back then. You know? <laughs> like it just goes to show how really special some of those really talented players were, like Paul Correa and 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 Peter Forsberg and guys like that back in the day. Because holy shit, man, just all the the hooking and the holding and and oh man, it's like. How how did we watch this? You know, why didn't we get mad sooner and tell them to tell them to smarten up and improve the game? I mean, say what you will about it now, but it's not boring. You know, it, the pace is not boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lopsided scores can be boring again, unless sure. it's your team that's on the the happy side of that. But you know, otherwise, yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, I had that talk about the prize. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, weekends in on the job. Weekends looking at a bit. Yeah, yeah. But the, uh, boy, the Ottawa Senators are all of a sudden, they're 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 the popular kid in school here. Holly, Hollywood East. You know? Hollywood East. We got Snoop Dogg. Got The Weeknd. Who's yeah, next? Great time. I'm telling you. Is it Woot. turned into a fatal four-way? Might be. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Now watch maybe that's it. Chris Jericho's jumping in there. Oh, yeah. that'd be fantastic. There we go. That'd be great. Chris Jericho will jump in there. I love it. Um, <laughs> Gabriel Landeskog after the year. Oh, that's boy. a rough one. Yeah, yeah this, this, that uh, does not sound good. He's having a cartilage replacement. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I, oh, I can't remember who the player was. But it, uh, 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 Mark, 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 but thank you. Yes who used to play for the senators and he was saying, yeah, he had the same thing done. And he said he was never able to get back, back to where he was the level he was after having that surgery. So he's hoping for the best for Landeskog. I think a lot of them, a lot of them are because uh, yeah, he's going to miss another entire season. And yeah, that, that, that's not good. The only silver lining for, for the abs in this is that it's, you know, they'll be able to put him on LTIR for the season, freeze up seven mil of cap space. Now they've, they'll have, well, once they spend the existing 13, they'll be able to exceed the cap by seven mil. So they can, they can try maybe uh, bring in uh, probably another, probably a second line center. If uh, JT Comfer uh, takes off, um, I don't see how they'll be able to replace Landis Gog on left wing. They'll probably, probably stick, stick with Evan Rodriguez for another year or two. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's tough. I mean, he only just signed that contract a couple of years ago as well, you know? But this, 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 this is. Uh, I think this is shows what happens, though. Again, this whole uh, attitude for players who insist on playing through serious injuries, because if you recall, <clears throat> um, last season he he was out of the lineup in early early March, took himself out of the line because he had knee surgery. Then came back and played in the playoffs, uh, played the entire postseason if memory serves last year. Um, so you have the chance to hoist the Stanley Cup, but now he missed this season. He's going to miss another season. His career could be done. It's like, was it worth it? I'm sure he'll turn around afterwards and say, yes, it was worth it. But you cut your career short doing it. And you know, again, I, I'm I hope that I'm wrong, and I I hope that 
yeah, that this surgery will go differently than Mark Mathots did and that he is able to come back and continue his NHL career, but doesn't sound good. Mm-mm. Uh, and we went over the procedure types and stuff like that, and it's like, oh, that does not. One requires one surgery, one requires two English. surgeries. Corpses are involved. It's uh, stem cells might be involved. It's a, it's a hell of a thing. Yeah, it is. So. It is. Um, if I think right now you're almost looking at this as being, it's more about in, 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 in giving him back some quality of life right. rather than continuing his career. It's the same. Carey it, Price isn't going through the same sort of thing. But he's got that nagging knee injury that's kept him out two straight years now. Well, you know, pretty much two straight years. His career is probably done. And he's gonna he's looking at having another procedure done, but he was straight up and honest about it. He said at this point it's just gonna be about improving my quality of life. It's it's no guarantee that I'll get be able to return and play hockey again. Yeah. So Oh boy. Mm. All right. Well, let's get to some happier stuff. Yes. And that is ha ha fuck you. Ah. <laughs> what did you think it was? No, and at the end it. of the second period, it's uh, Maple Leafs one, the Florida Panthers twenty-two. Oh, I'm wow. sorry, that's zero. Wow. I'm sorry, that's that's supposed so to be. So the Panthers zero. are going to win in overtime. So the Panthers will probably. I was going to say the Panthers are going to win in Toronto, and then Toronto gets booed off the ice after the handshake line. Oh my line. god! Oh my god! Don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> Don't get me started. All right, let's get to uh, let's let's get started here. Let's get started in October. October's a good month. Okay. October's the start yeah, of the October's, year. October's a good October's month. Nice. Yeah. I wouldn't want to sit in the bird bath in October. No. 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 no God, no. It's not Absolutely good for that. that. No. no. Leaves are changing. Scenic. Going up to Maine would be nice. Very scenic there. Oh. It would be. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the 17th of October. It's right there, halfway point. Almost close. Two weeks till till Halloween. Yeah. So just after that. Canadian Thanksgiving. Yeah, exactly. Um, Pilgrims got there first. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. But let's take a drive up 95. Let's take a drive up 95. Pass, let's, pass, let's pass the, uh, I don't even know if this is on 95, probably not, but let's pass the Nassau County uh, Veteran Memorial. And then the, the Nassau Memorial Coliseum up there in Long Island, Strong Island. Long Island. Where, it's not on 95. Where I don't know. New York, don't care <laughs> about it. We're going to get a text message from <laughs> Sean <can't>. Leahy now. <laughs> who, who do I, I don't care. Sean Leahy's like, who the fuck thinks 95 comes to Long Island? 95 goes anywhere. It's like the fucking Jersey Turnpike. Listen, That's fine. It's true. 10,608 people turned out to see a uh, matchup between the New York Islanders and the, at this point, 1-5-1 one, and one Edmonton Oilers in the year 2013. So 13-14, Oilers, Oilers ago, Islanders, 10 years ago, <coughs> thereabouts. Who you got? Starting with Mark. Johnny Tavares. <laughs> Johnny T on the board. Yes, sir. There you go. <clears throat> Mark. Or Johnny. Sorry. It's the daily double for Mark. Mark, yeah, do, do it. And you run it back. Exactly. Mark, do it until you, you get go. one wrong. You get an answer right. You have to keep going until <laughs> exactly. you get one wrong. It's a new way to play. New rules. Yeah. All right, Johnny. Uh, Alice Hemsky. Alice Hemsky on the board. Yes, sir. All right. To Lyle. I'm going to go with the Islanders. I'm going to say Kyle Apozo. Kyle Apozo on the board. Yes, sir. Good work. It's just that simple, kids. Just that simple. We're on a run here. Mark, continue this run. <laughs> Please continue the run. <laughs> Justin Schultz. Justin Schultz is on the board. Yes, sir. Hey, that was his rookie wow. year, I think. It was. 
just out of Wisconsin. Yeah, that's right. Um, I knew that. I knew to, it. To uh, Johnny. <laughs> um, he Brendan knew it. Witt. Um, Witter? No, sorry. No, Brendan Witt. Oh. Could guess those. Around that time. Not really. I, oh, think, right. I, right. I think he might have been in Nashville at that. No. Maybe. I don't know. Lyle, you're up now. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, 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 Josh Bailey. Josh Bailey's on the board. Yes, sir. There we go. Was that his rookie year? I believe so, yes. Okay, yeah. To Mark. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I guess he told us. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Um, Mike Smith. Sorry, no Mike Smith. Mm. Oh, oh, a little early. Sorry. In Edmonton. Johnny. Um... What year is this? 2013. <laughs> okay. And the year of our Lord. 2013. Um, Before the deadline. Mm, right, right. Happy. Uh, Tom Pody. Sorry. No Tom Pody. Sorry. Lyle. Um, I got to ask it. Is Rick DiPietro on this lineup? He is not. Injured. Oh, sorry. I had, I had to, probably <laughs> injured. That used to be just a little, 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 little riff on our old bit there. Yeah. Uh, to Mark. <sighs> it's now time there for is. <laughs> is Rick DiPietro injured? The greatest regret I have is not having music bed underneath that. That is the greatest. That's pretty good. That's the greatest regret. Pretty good. I like yeah. that. Yeah. And from last I heard, no, he's not injured. No. Currently, he's making Just commercials. Yeah, doing... <laughs> uh, Anders Lee. I don't know. Anders Lee. Sorry, no Anders Lee. Johnny. Um. Enrico Ciccone. Nope, no Enrico Ciccone. Uh, Lyle. Brock Nelson. Nope, no Brock Nelson. Oh. Womp womp. To Mark. Fernando Pisani. No Paisan. Sorry. Oh, no Pisani. Come on. Jesus, guys. To Johnny. Some out of you. Huh? That's, that's a spicy meatball. Johnny, what you got? Uh, Rico Fada. Rico Fana, sorry. By the way, he played for both those shitty 2005-06 Captain yeah. Penguins teams. <laughs> yeah. That was the common link on that, but no Rico yeah. Faja. To Lyle. Um, Franz Nielsen? Franz Nielsen wants to pump you, you up. up on the board. Yes, before he went to Detroit. Exactly. Mark. <laughs> I, I I'm I'm drawing huge blanks on this this team here. Billy oh. Mhm. 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 Uh on on both teams here. I'm going to pass. Oh. I'm gonna think about it. Pass. Well, All right, yeah, think yeah, about yeah, it. Right. You grieve it over. It'll be about another 15 seconds before we're back to you, Johnny. Devin Dubnik? Devin Dubnik's Ooh. on the board. Yes, there sir. There is. A, oh, There's one. There's our goalie. One goalie. Uh, yep. To Lyle. That was, 
That I don't know why that came into my head. Clutch. Um, has Taylor Hall been mentioned for the Oilers? He is not. Taylor Hall. It's on the board. To Mark. Oh man, that makes me think of the other dude. All right. Oh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Ryan Nugent Hopkins is on the board, yes, sir. Yeah, there you go. go. That wasn't the dude I was thinking of. No, I did think of him. Yeah, you did think of him eventually, Johnny. Great job. Uh, Chris Pronger. Sorry, you know Chris Pronger. Talile. Sam Gagne. Sam Gagne. Sorry. Oh! I'm not playing this game. Fuck! Swing and a miss. Ouch. Up to Mark. Tempting. It's tempting. I still don't know the guy. Get, get, get pa- a pass, but pass, I'll, I'll have okay. him hopefully when, when you come back. All right, Johnny. <laughs> Thomas Volkun. Sorry. No Tommy Volkun. Talile. Uh, I think Jordan Eberly was still with the Oilers. Sure was. He's on that board. Excellent. All right, back up to Mark. All right. I, I, I've gone long enough. What is the, the, the worst draft pick since... Uh, uh, the worst number one overall pick. Oh, Neil Yakupov. All right, that's true. He's on the board. You get the daily pitsy tag team. That's what I'm here for. Excellent. And Alexander Dag would like to have a message with you. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Since Alexander Dag, but I couldn't think of his name either. What a time! What a time to be alive. Please. Um, to Johnny, who gets the hot tag award. That's number one overall pick, Alexander Dag. To you. (laughs) Former number one overall pick, Alexander Dag. Yes. You need to use his full name. His his government name. His full government name. Government name. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Jeez. Mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. know anymore. This is boy. This is not good. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Mason. I feel Sorry. like they had a right-handed goalie. Mm. Nope. It was not Dave Pietro. Nope. They did not. Darn it. I guess I'm choosing right-handed goalies for no reason. You're just, just naming all the right-handed goalies you can get. Lyle. Uh, well, I think Ryan Smith was still there in Edmonton. Sure was. He's on that board, crying away. Before he got traded to these Islanders, I do believe. <laughs> oh, the irony. No, that would have been after. He got traded to the Islanders, I think, in 07, and then he came back. He came back. With his free agent. Yeah. Wow. Six years later. All right, to Mark. Mm, I think I'm done with this one. I got nothing left. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm out of here, guys. <laughs> I, I, I had to describe the last person that I picked. So. Big gulps, huh? Yeah. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> um, Johnny. Uh, all right, so I'm not going to pick a right-handed goalie. Then. All right. Right catch. Sure. Um, Ty Conklin. Sorry, sorry. Lyle? I'm going to say Cal Clutterbuck because I like the name. On the board, Cal Clutterbuck. Oh, okay. On the board. There we go. All right, last call. Mark already said fuck off. I'm out. Uh, Johnny? Matt Martin? 
Martin on the board. Hey, Matt Martin. For some reason, board. I always link Clutterbuck and Martin that's together. Good, that's a good wow. link. It's a good they, link. They played together for so long. Yeah, yeah, except for Martin's brief hiatus to Toronto. Yeah. All right. Um, Lyle, your last call. Well, since you brought up uh, Matt Martin, I'm gonna I'm gonna see your Matt Martin. I'm gonna raise you Casey Sazika. He's on the board. You bet you better oh. believe it. <laughs> we just named the whole fourth line. Yeah, exactly. For the, the energy line for the Isles have been mentioned. They've been together all those years. Holy shit. That's all along. All right. Uh, that's, seriously. It's that's actually a, amazing. I didn't realize they, 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 they were playing together back then. Yeah. They spanned three coaches. Yeah, right? Yeah, really, eh? Yeah, right. well, that's nothing compared to Alex Ovechkin. It's true. Um, <laughs> for the Oilers, Will Acton, Mark Arcabello. Uh, Acton. Yeah. Uh, Mark Arcabello. Anton Belov, Everly was mentioned, Andrew Ference, Andrew Luke Gadzik. Johnny, I'm highly disappointed in you for this one. Boyd, uh, Boyd Gordon. Oh, oh which team? Edmonton. Oh, I had no idea. Uh, oh, Boyd Gordon. Hall and Hemsky were mentioned. Ryan Jones, Nugent Hopkins was mentioned. David Perron, Jeff Petrie. Justin Schultz was mentioned, but Nick Schultz Jeff was not. Petrie. Dick Schultz. Yeah. That's just not even a person. <laughs> Ladislav Schmid. Fake Schultz. Schmid. Smith, Yakupov, and Dubnik were mentioned. For the Islanders, Bailey was mentioned. Uh, Pierre-Marc Bouchard. Oh. Sezikis and Clutterbuck were mentioned. Matt Donovan. Michael Grabner. Travis Hamonic. Thomas Hickey. Andrew McDonald. Mark Martin was mentioned. Colin McDonald. Uh, Matt Molson. Matt Molson. Nielsen and Ocposo were mentioned. Peter Rain. Um, Brian Strait. Tavares was mentioned. I'm I'm very highly mad at all of you for this one. Lubomir Vishnovsky. Uh, oh. you know, yeah, he actually had come to mind, and I'm like, there's wow. no way he's still playing. And Annette, playing. for the Islanders, number 20 in your program is number one in your heart, Evgeny Nabokov. Of getting a bonk mm. off in that. I think wow. that was the year he came back from Russia. I think like Detroit had signed him, but then the Islanders plucked him off waivers. I think. Yes, I remember yep. that actually. Yep, he wow. spent the uh, he spent the year in Russia in 2010-11, and then came mm. back for the Islanders. Mm-hmm. So there you go. There we huh. go. Done it again. All right, Lyle. Well, thank you, buddy. We appreciate your time. Appreciate you. As always, hey, next week, I guess, we'll be doing an in- me against inanimate objects Yeah, baby, again. conference finals. Hell to the yeah. It'll be a good time for everybody involved, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. uh, until then, we'll talk to you next week, Lyle. Have a good week, guys. See you, Best Lyle. of luck up in Maine, Johnny. Stay yeah. warm. Let's go. There you go. There we go. Lyle Richardson, at SpectreTalky on the Twitter. Johnny, give us some shout-outs. Uh... I'll give a shout out to the Black Bears. Give a shout out to uh, flying to Maine. Apparently, uh, we have been bumped to first class. Hey! Ooh. So the hour and a half flight in style. <laughs> um. And uh, yeah, I'm sure Scotty will give shout outs to all of the awards and stuff today uh, yeah, so i'm not cool. gonna steal the shout outs you can steal them out uh, i'll give a shout out to the ovechkin tin Nobody for some can... reason i felt like there were more than eight packs in that well, um, there's nine packs if you include that that three card pack yeah and it, it only filled up half the tin yeah i'm gonna have to buy more cards to more fill cards, up the other maybe. half the tin. that's how they get you 
Yep. Jerks. So, wonderful. Mark? Um, the only real shout-out I guess I have is uh, the new Zelda game comes out on Friday, May 12th. So I'll shout that out. And also, I had been promising John that I had this uh, the, the, this PlayStation 3 game for him at my house, and apparently I donated it many years ago. No, I definitely no. do not have it in my house. So. I actually looked it up on eBay as well, and like with the booklet, like the manual and stuff, they're like $65. Jesus Christ. I was like, The what? original PS3 one? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I was like, holy crap. I go, I don't really care that much. Well, when I get a, <laughs> a PS5 soon... Uh, you can have my old PS4, and then you can just buy it on the App Store for like ten bucks. There you go. Ooh, it's on radio now. Well, I'm sorry. What? I said it's on radio now. What's on radio? That you're giving me a PS4. Oh, got it. It's true. <laughs> Nailed I it. thought you were looking something up. You were looking at your phone, like, oh, <laughs> no, it's Ooh, on I'm radio. Trying to get, now. I'm trying to get the music ready to end the show. Gotcha. You. Fair enough. That's what All I right. do. That's what he do. Um. Oh, shout out to uh, Mark's kid who's going to have a birthday soon. Yeah, yeah, she's turning three on. Well, see, we celebrated her last weekend. So, yeah. She's <laughs> oh, okay. So, so it's over with. Weekend, yeah. But... Fuck, fuck it this weekend. She's yeah. good. Good good for her. She's fine. Congratulations. She doesn't need a birthday week. We don't need to start that shit. <laughs> Dude, go, don't wait till birthday month, baby. Whole birthday, oh, birthday month. month. Yeah, come on now. Um, yeah, shout out to the Black Bears. They won Organi- East Division Organization of the Year. Um, so Johnny's part of that. So congratulations, Johnny. Hope you get a plaque for that. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, um, cool. Uh, shout out to Mr. Bradley McNeil. He gets the leadership award in the East Division, and uh, he also got uh, all East Division with him, Luke Van Wy and uh, Sean Kilcullen. Killer, getting in there. So that was cool. Shout out to Cods. Shout out to the Black Bears. Win win these games so I can go out to Blaine for Christ's sake. I mean, maybe we had this four hour drive out there. That'd be great. Um, I think that's about it. I think that's it. We've done it. Another show in the books. For Johnny P. Mark with the CM Scotty Watts. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been uh, Face Off Hockey Show, part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction and PodcastMonsters.com. Hey, you want to check us out on the social medias at FOHS Radio on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon.com slash Face Off Hockey Show if you want to give us some money. It's good times. Great memories. But until next week, we will speak to you when it's conference finals time, and maybe we'll be prepping to go to Minnesota. Who the hell knows? Uh, but you will if you check us out next week. Till then. You'll know if you listen to Defending the Dead. That's true, too. Or if you follow us on any personal social medias. Find out then, too. But until next Well, you will, because Johnny's going to be posting pictures. It'll be a great time. So, hooray. Anyway, peace. <laughs>